Welcome to Victorious Living. Saving grace enables a person to come into the presence of God. Without the grace of God, we could not come into the presence of God because we would not be born again. Because we're saved by grace, through faith, that not of ourselves. So we couldn't even get into the presence of God without the grace of God, without understanding the grace of God, and without knowing what the grace of God has done, and not knowing what the grace of God continues to do in the life of a person who understands the workings of a saving grace. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us the work of saving grace. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the work of saving grace. Well, we're glad you're here this morning. We're going to talk about the work of saving grace. And so... We all understand that we're saved by grace through faith, that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. But sometimes people don't carry the message of grace beyond that. Just grace to be saved, but yet at the same time, grace is something that is given by God to last a lifetime. Amen. Last our lifetime. So the question is, what is saving grace? Is it just to be born again? Or is it for other things in life, God's graces? And so I, I was, uh, not recently, but was thinking about uh, when I was going through this, I was thinking about a time I was reading the scripture and the scripture says that, that the day will come that there will be a famine for the word of God. That does not say that there will be a famine of the preaching of the word of God. It doesn't say that at all. What it says is in that there will come a famine for the word of God, for the hearing of the word. And so we certainly have seen that happen. And uh, it's not, not the only time it's ever happened, but there is a famine around the land or in the land or around us or among us or whatever. There is a famine not necessarily with you, but there is a famine of people desiring and wanting and thirsting for the hearing of the word of God. So we, we find ourselves sometimes in this familiar uh, uh, statement that you hear people make sometimes is, well, I have heard that before. And so basically what they're saying when they make that is they have not heard what they want to hear. And so they will heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, just simply meaning that they'll, they'll heap or they'll long or they'll look for teachers who will tickle their ears. But how many of you come to learn, I think we all have come to learn that all of God's word doesn't tickle our ears. But one thing the word of God will do, it will go deep into the heart and if it doesn't reach your heart, it's only in your head. And so if it's just in your head, 
then the difficult places of life are going to overrun you or they're going to rule over you or they're a lord over you. But when you get it deep down on the inside and you have a hunger to hear the word, then that's when you're getting in good situation or circumstances or position to really trust him. To really trust him. And then we can really sing that song, Tis So Sweet to trust in Jesus. Amen. We're going to begin this morning. We'll begin over in the book of Acts uh, eventually. We'll get there. May not be today, but we'll eventually get there. So the question is, what is saving grace? Now, I, I understand that there is a part of uh, our fellowship with God and of our connection with God and our being a child of God and in the family of God there are times that we are going to be in a rejoicing mode. We're going to be in a mode where the praises of God are high. The high praises of God are, are being manifest not only in what we say, but in how we respond to the moving of the Spirit of God. Then there comes a time that we sit down, as it were, we sit down to listen once again to the word that we may have heard through the years. And so we don't ever want to come to the place in your life where you say, oh, I've heard that before. And so what happens sometimes, uh, even amongst the preachers, uh, among us who are preachers, then we look for something to add to what we know that may not be in line with the word of God. And so we come up with revelations and come up with... Uh, uh, different meanings and whatever, you know, because we know what it says, but we are trying to explain what it's saying. And so there, thereby we then begin to add to it. But there's nothing that should be taken from the word of God and there's nothing that should be added to the word of God. The word of God stands alone on its own merits, on its own power. And the grace of God stands alone in its own power and in and its own purpose. So according to the dictionary, grace in its, in its redeeming qualities, and notice how I said that according to grace, the dictionary to, uh, to, the, uh, to grace in all of its redeeming qualities. So there's obviously a redeeming quality for every situation in your life. There's the redeeming quality of grace for everything you'll face in life. But you've got to be schooled in grace. You know, the, Paul in his writings, he said that we are to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we don't want to push any part out that we've heard before because it's just as new today as it was then. And so we want to be sure that we don't, uh, you know, begin to apply uh, our thoughts that may not be or may not explain our, uh, uh, the, the grace of God. Saving grace. Saving grace enables a person to come into the presence of God. Without the grace of God, we could not come into the presence of God because we would not be born again. Because we're saved by grace 
through faith, that not of ourselves. So we couldn't even get into the presence of God without the grace of God, without understanding the grace of God, and without knowing what the grace of God has done and not knowing what the grace of God continues to do in the life of a person who understands the workings of a saving grace. So according to the dictionary, grace in its redeeming qualities is that which buys or pays a debt that someone owes. There is the redeeming quality that was there on the cross. He was paying a debt he didn't know and he was paying a debt I couldn't pay or he's paying a debt that we couldn't pay. There was no way we couldn't live good enough to do it. We couldn't uh, not uh, be good enough to do it. It took the redeeming quality of the grace of God to bring us into the presence of God. And so I like that definition there that according to, to the dictionary, grace in its redeeming qualities is that which buys or pays a debt that we owed but we could not pay. And you know, when we think about it, we ought to, you know, if you ever shouted, you ought to shout about that. If you ever run or ran or run, if you've ever done that, it should be because you know what that's talking about, the grace of God that got you from where you couldn't get yourself to what God had for you in your life. And so the saving grace. So grace, obviously we've heard through the years, grace is unmerited divine favor from God given to all who have that call on the name or who call on the name of Jesus for their salvation, which includes the new birth. We, so, so we understand that. The scripture tells us that grace has provided spiritual and physical deliverance for those who accept God's conditions of faith and repentance. And so we don't want to forget this, that God's grace certainly, certainly has dealt with sin uh, where, where people, where uh, mankind is concerned. But we also want to not forget that there is a repentance that comes along with the grace when we have missed the mark. You know, the Bible teaches us, he that knows to do good and does not do it to him or her or the person, it is sin. And so, you know, through lifetime, sometimes we may commit a sin and not know it or not be aware of it or uh, forget about it or whatever the case might be. So the scriptures tells us that grace has provided a spiritual, or I'm sorry, yeah, a spiritual and physical deliverance for those who accept God's conditions of faith and repentance. So grace is not only received from God in the new birth, but it can also be accessed by faith through our life or throughout our life here on the earth. So grace is the important element of the love of God that he has for us. Without that grace and that love, we, that we would be just going through life without the help that God has for us. So what do we mean when we say uh, 
the uh, means of grace are by all means uh, grace. What, what are we saying? What we're saying is it includes all that grace contains. You know, like for instance, sometimes people say, well, I'm born again. I have received Christ as my savior. And one of these days I'm going to heaven. But in the meantime, till I get to heaven, I don't know what life's going to be. Well, that's not what grace doesn't say that. Grace says you got saved. It's the mercy of God. You receive mercy and grace. But grace is something that you carry with you every day of your life all the way till you walk into heaven. And so the grace is this, simply this. It is able to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. It does and helps us to do what we should do, what the Bible teaches us to do. It'll help us along life's way to do what we would not be able to do within our own physical uh, nature and our, the physicality of our life. So the means of grace is God's intent and his purpose for mankind. His grace was given through Christ for the benefit of mankind on the earth. Once again, realizing that no man... It's our hope that today's message, The Work of Saving Grace, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request 47. Today's special offer number is 47. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.